Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know real quick that Everybody Screwed Up has a merch store now. You know, it's an Etsy shop. So you can find it a couple of ways. You can find it by going to Etsy.com backslash shop backslash ESU merch store. That's E-S-U-M-E-R-C-H-S-T-O-R-E. Or you can go to Etsy.com and type ESU merch store in the search bar. Go ahead, type that in there, press enter, the shop should come right up. Alright, so what are we selling? We got t-shirts, we got stickers, we got dog tags, we got coffee mugs. I'm pretty sure you'll find something you like. There's more merchandise coming soon. So go on ahead and please show your love for everybody screwed up by getting a piece of merchandise. The t-shirts come in different colors and they come in different sizes. I'm sure we'll have something that fits you. But thank you, and always remember... If everybody screwed up, nobody is. Hey, this is Miles Tales of the Everybody Screwed Up podcast. How's everybody doing today? My, I've uh, got an interview for you guys today. And, you know, I've been telling you guys that I wouldn't be able to do interviews, um, you know, without, my de- without a desk and my computer. And that is uh, still pretty much true. But today, um, we were able to record directly excuse me we were able to record directly through anchor on on our phones and uh so and well i've honestly been trying to get this interview done for a few months now it seems like it's taking forever to be able to sync up and you know get a time for both of us to sit down and talk about this uh this game that my guest is creating mr antonio mabs um and, uh, you know, on top of creating his own game, he's also an artist, an illustrator. Uh, I think he, he makes music. He's shooting music videos. Um, uh, he's also writing a comic book. Uh, you know, all these things. And it's just a team of one. It's only him. He's doing it by himself. Uh, and... This conversation just kind of, um, you know, talks about not only do we ask talk about everything he's doing and we do focus heavily on the game. We also talk about the message that he's trying to spread and what his vision is for um, all of his projects in the future. <clears throat> Truly inspiring. Uh, there's a lot in this conversation. Uh, and you know what? Um, I won't even. Uh, say too much more i'll get you started as soon as possible uh one more thing i just have to apologize because i was recording in a garage uh so there is a terrible echo (laughs) on my end but today's podcast isn't about me you know today's podcast is about antonio and what he had to say and he's been and so but his side came through clear so i'm gonna go on ahead and put it up and um for now, let's just get started. I won't waste any more of your time. And uh, Antonio Mabs, everyone. Just remember, everybody screwed up. But if everybody screwed up, nobody is. Let's get to it. <laughs> Hello. Hey man. 
How are you doing? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, welcome to the Everybody Screwed Up podcast. My name is Miles Teos, and I've got on the line with me and Mr. Antonio Rodriguez of yeah. the Five Minutes of Self Love podcast. How's it going, man? Everything's great. Finally able to talk to you. So happy. So happy to be here. Yeah, man. We've been trying to set this up for a couple of months now, right? Yeah. Everything's so busy with everything like we're doing. So thankfully, it's like now we got some time and it's just. Yeah, let's just dive right in. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, so but uh, so what are you doing? Like, why did you want to? Um, why did you want to come on the show? So I wanted to come on the show because I'm making a game. I'm making a game called Moai. It's a puzzle platformer game, and um, it's been in the. It's actually the reason, or most of the reason, I've been um, not able to record. So. Now that a lot of the game has been done, it's not completed. It still needs a lot of work, but thankfully um, I have more time now and I can, you know, try to get people excited for when it does come out. I'm not sure when. It sh I'm hoping by 2020 it should come out, but I'm just starting to talk to people about it. I'm recording YouTube videos and I'm just trying to like um, just show my process while making this game which is for people to enjoy and chill out and relax while they play it. That's really cool. Like, I want to um, talk about a couple of things that you just said. Most importantly, the game, obviously. We're going to be spending a lot of time on that. Yeah, but sure. uh, the one thing you said is, like, that I think is really cool is that you're trying to show people your process, like, it's a step-by-step. -step. Yeah. And uh, I think that's really cool because a lot of people – don't know where a lot of media comes from. And I'm not talking about video games, but I'm talking about TV and, you know, music and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that by you showing your process and by, uh, you know, telling people what you're doing and how you're doing it and basically how easy or difficult it is to do it, you might be inspiring some more creativity in the world. Yeah. A really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point behind it. Um, I want to show people that... For example, like I have a full job that I do. I'm a freelance artist, so most of the time I don't. I I'm working for other people, you know, clients and people that need things. So I don't have a lot of time for my own personal projects. But the way I've been working with it, I usually do like maybe four or five hours a week. Whenever I have some time, I just like sit down, do a little bit of work, and slowly it becomes this thing. You know, it starts getting momentum, and I want people to see that they can. Just work on every on whatever idea they have, they can work on it. They don't have to like quit their job and start doing it full time. They can just work on it slowly and as if every little session you dedicate to it, it grows even bigger and bigger. And I want to show people that they can do it with their own projects, not just games. I usually work with uh, all my projects. I I do it this way. All my projects that are personal projects, I like hack away at them little by little, little by little, and in less than a year, I've been able to publish two books, a coloring book, a sketch book. I'm on my way to my third book with a children's book. I'm doing the game. I'm, I'm making a comic book. I do a podcast. Everything just like whenever I have time, I just take like I don't sit down and watch Netflix, although sometimes I do. But for the most part, I just like spend 40, 50, maybe sometimes a spare hour here and there to work on my projects and help them grow. 
And I want to show that to people. It's just something that we don't hear a lot of, you know, that people that we hear a lot of professionals doing it and people that uh, dedicate their life to creativity. But we don't hear people that just just work on it whenever they have time. They're equally valued, you know, because at the end of the day, they have this creative thing that they've made. So that's equally valued across any and all platforms, I think. So I think you're, that yeah. you're a walking media powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. <laughs> But that's that's uh, it's been a while. Like I've been working at this raid for about I think 10 years but in the past two three years is when I actually have the process down and I can just make stuff and keep making stuff it's great it's re it really is a wonderful process how big is like, your team my game uh, okay no, how so, big is your, no how big is your team my oh just me it's just me it's just you yeah my girlfriend helps me ever so often she's a, a photographer So a lot of uh, videos and that kind of stuff she helps me out with because I also make music. I, I rap. And um, lately I've been making music videos for those raps. So she helps me with uh, those kind of things. And um, when it comes to product, uh, pictures, all those things, she helps me too. So, But, but most, for the most part, I just make everything. Holy crap, dude. Like, yeah. <clears throat> so in the past, what did you say? Two years, right? You said it's been two years. Or two I've or been, three years? Yeah, it's been three years since this actually, like, went crazy. Because for the past, I, I've been working as a freelance artist for, like, 14 years. And um, so, so, like, for real, since I was, like, 10 years old, I started making money just drawing and making art. And um, But in the past years, like, all of this has ramped up to the place where I, I can make my own stuff now. Like, my client work allows me to live uh, an artist's life. Like, I, can, I have my house. I have a family with my girlfriend like we have our things and then I, I, now I have a time where I can just chill out and that chill out time I, I use it for making my own stuff and it, it feels so good damn that is really really cool that is really fucking cool <laughs> um, so by yourself excuse me so by yourself over the past couple of years yeah. you've written how many books that's three books I've and done, yeah, I, but not not written. Most of them are illustrated. So <laughs> okay, so you've illustrated three books. Yeah, and you're working on number four. Yeah, right. while making music. Yeah, <laughs> and shooting music videos. Yeah, and working on this game. Yeah, and the podcast. <laughs> and and the podcast. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of companies will have a team of at least 10 people just to do all the things that you've done. Yeah. <laughs> By yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Then I guess now is a pretty good time to start talking about the game. Um, yeah. Uh, what is, what it, like, you said the title of it earlier. What is it called? Moai. Moai? Yeah. M-O. Do you know what that is? Uh, no, I, how do you even spell it? M-O-A-I. So, a Moai statue is, you know the Easter Islands? Yes. So, you know there's like big head statues like in the mountains, right? Yes. So, 
a Moai statue is that statue is a Easter Island uh, originally Easter Island statue. They they've been found elsewhere, but for the most part, the people in the Easter Islands have been making them for a long time ago. I don't think they make them now, but they used to make it, and nobody really knows how they got there. Um, some people say they used to walk, which is a little crazy, you know, because it's a piece of rock. But um, <laughs> I, I actually took that idea of this big Moai statue um, creature walking, and I've made a game around it. And um, it's like a hypothetical story of how they went to, to stay there, you know, how they came alive and moved from one side of Easter Island to the other and how they lose consciousness and become um, asleep for thousands or millions of years. And then maybe someday again, they're going to regain consciousness and move again. But it's about all those things. And um, it's a very different game because it's not meant to make you have fun. It's not a fun game per se. It's more of a, an experience. I call it Moai, an interactive experience. Because what I'm trying to build with this game is not really a Uh, a game is is a world i it, it right now i don't know if you've been able to see the devlogs that i've been posting on youtube but um it, it rains it turns from day to night you know it, it has water the 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 character and the pieces in the world reflect on that water and slowly i want to give it more life so that when you turn it on and you play it and with the sound and everything you're you feel like you're that creature You feel like you're in that place and you do the things that that creature does to get to its goal, which is to go from one side of the island to the other side. And throughout that whole process, you get to know more about the story and you get to know more about the creatures in this, this mythical island and this fantastical forest, you know, because there, it's, it's, it's really fantasy. It's, it's not real. There's some aspects that are based on it. But I'm, I don't know much about that culture. I just really enjoyed those Moai statues. And I've been drawing them since I was like, like I don't know, like 12 years old. I have this weird drawing that I made of a Moai statue back then. <laughs> yeah, and it just feels like the story I have to tell through this game um, for whatever yeah. reason. And I, I'm just, last year, I started this about, I think, six months ago. The first drawing I made it last year where I, where I said like, okay, So this has to be in a game. Like I drew, at first I used to just draw the head, but then I drew the whole body. And it was like doing this cool pose. And then I drew like a weird uh, mythical, mythical creature that lives in the forest. And all those little drawings became this game. And now it's starting to actually be something. And I, uh, it's, just, it's just really, I've always wanted to make games. So to be able to make games now, my games and enjoy it so much it's 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 a dream come true for real uh, dude i bet holy yeah i think there's a, a lot of people out there um who do want to make their own games myself included i've got a couple of ideas for games um so this is actually really inspiring to me just to know that you know like, obviously it would take time mm -hmm. obviously but you can just take all this stuff and that's rolling around in your head and you, we are able to put it down in a format to, for other people to enjoy. Yeah. So yeah. And you've been thinking about these Moai statues for what, yeah. 20 years now? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And and we're at a time where it's really easy to get started with yeah. games. Like I like when when I got I got started making games when I was like nine. That's actually the way I got into freelancing. Weird story. I started making games first, and then some. I I posted that on Newgrounds. I don't know if you know what Newgrounds is. But oh yeah. Yeah. So I posted that. I posted I'm them super there. Super familiar with Newgrounds. <laughs> it's awesome. It's actually like a very inspiring place to be and be part of that community is amazing. But okay, so I started posting my games there, really crappy games. And um, some guy told me that he could pay me like 60 bucks to help him make his game. And that's like where, where it clicked. And I was like, oh my God, I can make art and people can pay me for it. And then like literally after that, it just turned into a business. So that that initial seed has always been in my mind to go back to video games, to go back to making them. And um, now I've been watching with YouTube because back then we had YouTube, but it wasn't nearly as big as it is now. But now no. we have, yeah, at all. But now YouTube, we have a uh, place for cat videos and by watching people fall down. <laughs> well, it, for the most part, I used to use it like that too. But um, there's a lot of tutorials, a lot. There's a lot of research material. So using those videos, I was able to make my first prototype. And um, from that, I just kept watching videos and I just kept reading and asking people that know the programming languages. And slowly but surely, it's become a game and it's playable. Yeah, there's like, you can play like five minutes right now, but it's playable. It's five playable minutes that did not exist, I don't know, like five years ago, six months ago, you know? It, it was just an idea. And now you can play it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I wanted you to know that I, did, I had no idea. I'm walking into this completely blind, right? I had no idea that you were doing the, the, the logs on YouTube, the development logs on YouTube. I had no idea what the game was about. You just told me that you had a game, that you were making it, <laughs> and you wanted <laughs> to tell me about it. Yeah. So, no, hearing all this is actually really cool. This is the first time I'm hearing all of this. Um, the five playable minutes, can you send that to anybody? Not yet. I don't want to. I wanna. I, I wanna show people as it goes. Like I have a, about a week of material that I wanna be posting. So people for now, up to the release of the game, or maybe an alpha. I'm just gonna try to drum people up as much as possible with the videos and 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 talking different different places about the ideas behind the game and what it's meant to achieve because it's supposed to be like in line with the podcast in the sense that. Um, my, my podcast is called Five Minutes of Self-Love, and um, the podcast is like uh, mostly affirmation-based, so you have like five minutes, literally, or sometimes ten, and then you just hear me repeat affirmations with some really nice music in the background, and you just put that on for a while, and it's like a meditation kind of thing, right? So the game is meant to be like a walking kind of meditation like a playable meditation in which the game is meant to make you feel at ease so it's a short experience maybe 30 minutes in total maybe an hour that's like at, at, as much as i want it i'm gonna make it free for um uh most computers hopefully i can get in in the ps4 we'll see i don't think that's gonna be free i don't know how that works that market but i also want to make it for the phone 
all those things, right? So free for the computer and then like maybe 99 cents for the phone. And then you can just put it, basically you're, you feel stressed, you feel angry, you sit down, you click play and you just enjoy this experience. And at the end of the experience, since it's so short, you can just keep doing what you want. But now you have this meditation in you and you've changed um, the way you felt. You know, you went in feeling angry and now the game ended and you're feeling calm and you're feeling happy and productive and you want to just let's go do whatever it is that I needed to do but didn't do because I was angry or sad or, or you know, those kind of feelings or scared, all those things. Because I feel like we need like some way to process our emotions a little better and I'm trying to like do that with this game. I'm trying to like show people that they can basically just take some time, plug this in and let it all go, you know? It sounds like it's going to have to be an atmospheric game. Yeah. Like you're going to have to really bring people to the island. Mm -hmm. Literally. I'm going to work with, with a friend that's a musician and we're going to try and get, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get, um, real like wave sounds from the, the the ocean and I'm gonna get some forest sounds from a forest all those things you know so that it can feel real and that you can so that you can feel like you're there and maybe someday I don't know we'll see with the way technology is going this game could turn into a VR, VR experience and you can actually like put on your goggles and be that that character or or maybe I, I I've been thinking of more like a arcade oh, like a br arcade type deal where you can just play the game in this virtual arcade it's weird layers thing but <laughs> yeah i've been thinking about it a lot yeah man sounds like it sounds like you've been thinking about this for a long time and that you definitely have a place that you you, you definitely have a vision for it you know what yeah. you want to do with it what's the uh so what is the actual story of the game So, okay, I don't want to, like, give spoilers too much, but okay. what I'm telling people is, so, you're in the Easter Islands, and a small little butterfly carrying a bit of pollen lands on your head. Your head is covered on moss, and this little tiny flower grows out of the moss in your head. And for some reason, for some magical reason, this... Um, new life in this statue brings it completely to life so it gains consciousness and it feels inside its heart that it has to um, basically bring light into this new island into the this island he just woke up in so he goes through the game slowly taking the new life that he has And putting them in this, like in, in this ball form, this light ball form, and then putting it on the soil in this weird patches of um, soil, and um, new flowers come and, and they bloom up. And that lowers a gate that makes, allows you to pass to the next level. And then that process slowly, slowly makes him, um, I guess, tired. And he comes to rest He at the end of the island where there's a cliff. And there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen throughout that. But he comes to rest. He plants his last uh, light seed, I guess. And he takes up the flower in his head. He puts it down in the ground. And he just um, sits on the cliff. Some time passes. The credits pass. 
and he closes his eyes and he falls down and he dies and at the end of it you see him in the beach in a new position with just the head in the ground and um that's it so the idea is that the moai statues periodically have this flower grow, grow on their heads and they gain consciousness and become alive and then they travel to a new position bringing that life that they got with them and to the world around them making the world a better place for the other people that are going to come to it it's it's all those kind of elements mixed into this puzzle platforming to the adventure <laughs> it's, it kind of sounds like that uh that Maui statue becomes like the guardian of yeah. of life or something yeah for a little while yeah 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 and then and then it like lets it go and passes it is passes it to the next guardian it's 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 a story that has been developing in my head for a while and like every time i work on the game it just i see new new dimensions to it you know and it's I I feel it's a strong story that teaches people the value of making things better for other people that maybe they're not going to enjoy like that's okay you just need to make it better for the people that are going to come afterwards you know and that and yeah. and the value of letting things go I think that's very important because we can live through all our lives hating things that happened years ago but because we don't let them go we keep relieving them so this is kind of like an exercise in letting go yep yeah i see that wow that's really cool man <laughs> thank you <laughs> what kind of um it doesn't sound like a game where you're going to be doing a lot of it's not like an action game where you're going to be doing a lot of fighting there's probably not a lot of uh, you know big you know attack type things happening yeah right no it, no you said you wanted it to be a calm game what kind of uh like what kind of things are you going to have to go against while traversing the island yeah well um since it's a a calming kind of game there's no really um there's no enemies technically Um, it's just, you just got to put this health energy inside this uh, soil and open a gate to pass to the next level. But the way it's going to be set up, it's really a slow game. Um, you really, like, you can run, but even because you're so big and made of stone, um, the run is not that fast. So most of the time you're going to be doing a mixture of walking and running and sitting, like literally your character is just going to go and sit on the edge of the beach and just watch the wave comes comes in and he's just going to do that because he's enjoying life he's just like chilling out you know and seeing the place so it's a it's more of an exploration kind of game where oh. you go through the island finding new things that were hidden and um little little details here and little details there and just trying to take it all in as much as possible There's um, interactive animals around the island that maybe a, a little bird, can, a bear can just uh, a bird, sorry, a uh, flying winged animal <laughs> can come to and lay on your head, you know, and hang out with you for a little while. And all those things are meant to be random. So because this is a game meant to be played several times, 
I don't want people to be doing the same thing. Even if they're doing the same thing, I don't want them to be doing it the same way. So maybe you're playing the game and sometimes there's uh, rain is going to be in the path. And that rain might, if you turn it on the next day, that rain might not be there anymore. So it's, it's a random kind of game. Maybe there's a lot of mist in the forest this one day when you turn on the game. And then there's a lot of that, of that randomness where you just go in and experience this world, this tiny world, and you see new things and you talk to your friends about it and they tell you things like, oh, but um, there's this part, for example, where you have to leap. And technically, because you've been with this character enough, you know he can't make the jump, right? Because it's too big. So, but you still have to do it. You have to, because if you go back, there's nothing to do. So you gotta go forward. So you gotta take that leap of faith. And then that leap of faith is actually randomly coded. So you get one of two cutscenes. You either make the jump and you go on to a new secret part that you can just hang out on this cliff with this beautiful sun. And um, maybe some mushrooms and some like sunflowers, all those little things, and or the other uh, um, the other chance is that you don't make the jump and you fall down and you never see that cliff. So when your friend tells you about it, you'll be like, "But I never saw that." And this game is linear. How how do you see it? It's just random. You gotta play it again, and maybe this time you'll get that leap of faith and you'll make it to the cliff. Or maybe not. or And maybe maybe it's raining this time, though. So no matter what you're doing, it's always going to be a different experience. Because there's going to be little things that might not come up because it wasn't on that predetermined um, environment. Like, if it's raining, for example, maybe an area of the, of the game, literally the mud um, took, took out away a secret entrance. And it was raining, and now you can go into that secret entrance. And you can see this other part of the island. That's that's my dog. Let me comment. That. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 just meant to be a calming game. It's you're not meant to do much. Just like enjoy and explore. Hey, hey. But yeah, <laughs> can you still hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I I think it's um, dude. No, that actually sounds like a really cool. Um, procedurally gener generated uh, walking simulator. Yeah, basically. <laughs> There's also running and, you know, ledge climbing and all those things, but it's mostly a walking simulator with, with puzzle platformer exp um, elements with the game right. and all those things, you know. I think your uh, leap of faith thing might... Uh might anger a few people <laughs> yeah and that's okay that's okay it's it's about the experience it's about you know finishing and being like um I, that never that never happened to me and then going back in and being like oh it still hasn't happened but this other thing happened so even like even if you don't get it and you don't like you don't you, you didn't you didn't make it you didn't make that leap of faith you can still see some other thing you know some other secret area that you didn't see at first going through the game and you're like but this is like a linear experience you know from point a to point a, from one side of the island to the other side how can i miss stuff well you can because it's random and life is random and you need to learn to deal with that and you need to go from point a to point b no matter the obstacles 
and the obstacles are going to change, but you still have to get to that point B. So it's, 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 it's a game, but also kind of like a, a learning experience. Yeah. What would you, um, so what are you going to put into the game that, to make people want to explore? Like, how do you, how are you going to, well, um, so far, I think it's because um, a lot of people have been, um, I, I, I illustrate mainly, so I draw and, and I, I, I animate too, right? So I'm doing the whole, all of the art. And a lot of people enjoy my style. And I feel like if I bring this world to life enough, people are going to see the trailers and they're going to see other people play it and they're going to just want to be in that world for a little bit because it's so different from our world, you know. It's, it's literally like a bubble of peace. Like you put on the headphones, you play the game and you're transported to this whole other place Where there's like animals, there's fireflies, there's little pebbles you can kick around. There's all sorts of things to explore and it's just so calm. You can hear little crickets going up at night. You can hear all those little things like you're exploring them out in the world. So it's, it's, it's the world, the aesthetic. That is what's really going to tie people up. I really like it, man. I really do. Thank you. I, I, I really do like it. I, I appreciate it. It has the it has enough fantasy, like it has the fantasy element with the uh, walking statue, right? Mm -hmm. And him being able to not just you know transport a flower from one side of the island to the other, but it sounds like he's actually transporting some sort of uh, like you, you said it's like soil. Is it soil or is it just you said life energy? Yeah, the the light energy soil. Yeah. There's like just spots of soil around the island and the light energy activates that soil so uh, flowers grow. And I'm going to make it so that flowers grow and then a bunch of other flowers and trees can grow too. I don't know if you played the game Okami. Um, uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, you can, you can do these things with, uh, with animals and um, places that are cursed. And when you lift the cursed... The whole place used to be uh, dark and broody and, and all sorts of colors of purple. And now it's yellow and it's happy and little animals are dancing around. And you feel like you, like you changed the yeah. in that place. You feel like you lifted the curse, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hadn't like talked yeah. that way, but yeah. That's yeah, no, that's see, that's the, and that's the really cool fantasy part. It's like this, this statue really is. At this point, he's the guardian of life. Yeah, right? he's he's the guardian of life. He's the one that's in charge of making sure that the the island stays alive. Yeah, um, literally. Like every few thousand years, or you know, Easter Island has what four Stonehenges, right? I so, think that's, yeah, that's not but four and four heads. Maybe every thousand years, a new guardian is born, or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. making it so because I'm I'm trying to like kickstart or not kickstart right. Um, I'm trying to make a, a patron out of it so that right now I'm doing it on my off time and I'm just working on it slowly. But right. at some point, it actually starts making money that I can say, okay, so maybe I can take on less commissions this month and work more time on this. Um, so I'm doing a Patreon for that, right? And the people that are helping me uh, by, by giving money and donating and doing all those little things and um, some exceptional people that are 
either have inspired the game in some way or actually helping me build it, I've turned them into Moai heads too. So they're gonna oh, cool. the game. Yeah, your face might be in the game if you um not not might if you go to Patreon and donate, props your face your face is gonna be drawn into the game. So that's that's awesome, you know. And I've got like I think like seven people, friends and family, and people that have inspired me that and my friend that is making music with me for it, that are already in the game, and they they feel thrilled to be in it, you know. And I I feel even honored and thrilled that they're helping me bring this bitch into life. So drawing them is so fun. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You you give people the chance to be to be a part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people have been like really happy with the way it's coming together. Um, I've I've so made YouTube videos a while ago. But it hasn't been till now where I'm posting all these devlogs that people are really like, oh, my God, you're making this. This is cool. Keep making them. And here's a thumbs up. And I'm going to share it and all those things. Like, it's great. People are really connecting yeah. to the, the, the journey and the experience. Yeah. See, that's the and uh, see, that's the pretty chill part about it is that, you know, you have the proof that you're working on it in the development mm -hmm. log, right? Yeah. So you can really bring more attention to the development logs. Um, I mm -hmm. guess, you know, try telling every everybody that you meet about them or, you know, just start posting them in, in your server. Like, mm -hmm. that. yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah I think I think it'd be very easy for people to donate to your Patreon. Yeah. Um, once they see the work that you're putting in. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's, it's really cool because the way I'm doing it, I usually work. Um, non-stop so like if i just have two hours today i'm gonna like click on record and i just record the process the whole two hours right and whatever progress i make depending on for example last time i worked on it i was able to add the rain and then i was able to make some art assets right so those two are two videos that are separate and i'm posting videos weekly so those are two weeks basically so in those two weeks time I usually work on the game more, right? And record something that I don't show people. So by the time they watch the devlog, I'm usually like weeks ahead. So when they come to the game, even if you did watch every single devlog, you're not going to expect a lot of the things that are in the game. So there's this also like element of hidden content that you can... Um, peer ad basically take a little peek, peek every time you watch the YouTube video but there's a lot of stuff that's going behind the curtains that you haven't seen yet or might never be able to see until the game comes out so there's also a little bit of a of an incentive to join the Patreon because of that you know because I'm going to be posting little neat, uh, neat little things here maybe some art that I haven't shown other people so all those things are um, just coming together because of the game so it, it's it's really wonderful It's 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 just like if the game itself feels like you're at the top of a snow mountain and you throw like a little bit of snow down the mountain and it just keeps going and rolling and rolling and getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And it's just this one idea. And it, as an artist, seeing an idea has so much potential and see and magnetism is it's like mind blowing because I've had ideas in the past, but nothing as big as this. And this is like, once this is done, 
whatever comes next next has to top this thing, you know? And uh, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for this now and I'm excited for that then. It's crazy. I, I It's like sometimes the game is not even out, but whenever I'm like, I can't sleep, I close my eyes and I pretend to be playing the game that I'm making and just, it's, I can't wait for it to come out, you know? Because what yeah, I feel in that time is like, my God, if other people have this, this is like, this is going to change. A lot of things are going to change. And it's so small, but it's so big at the same time. It's, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, uh, developing your own game and publishing it, it definitely opens up a lot of doors that you didn't have before. Yeah. And it's a way of connecting all the little things, all the little talents or skills that I have, you know? Uh, animating, illustrating, making music, all those little things into one concise product. And um, it's just, it's, it's a whole new skill set, skill set in it, in it of itself. And it's like a level of, like a literal, literal level of being able to do that. So I'm just very grateful to be able to do it, to be doing this and be the person that has this idea. And I'm just grateful that I'm able to make it and I have the skills to do it. It's something that, It's 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 a blessing for real. Making even being not the game, being made being able to make the game feels like a blessing. How do you um? Is that how you're able to keep going? Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, I just I just close my eyes and I think like that, and I think there's no other person in this world that is able to make exactly what I have in my head and what I played so many times and doesn't exist. You know, I don't think anybody in the world has played this game but me. Because it's in my head, you know? So um, it's like dreaming. Like, you, a lot of people have different dreams, but only you have the dreams that you have with the people that you know and the things you've seen and all those things that have collided to make you are in this game and it is in this idea. So if you don't do it, it's never going to happen. And that's, that's a sin for it to not be real, you know? For me to put myself in the way and say, oh, I'm too tired. I'm not going to do this today. It's a sin. It's me going against life, picking me to say, okay, you can draw, you can animate, you can do all those things. Now turn it into this. You know, it's, it's me saying, no, I'm not, I'm not because I'm tired. I'm not because I'm scared. Most of it comes from being scared, you know, not being able to sit down and to get to that new job or those things. It, it's, it's, it's fear. So Just, just processing that and saying, okay, if I don't do it, it's never going to happen. And that's horrible for humanity. Like, then I have to do it. And whatever I feel comes second. And that's my motivation. That's what makes me feel like, yeah, you have to be doing this now. And it, it, it's helped me so far. And I think it's going to keep helping me for a long time. Can you still hear me? Hello. Oh, hello, hello. Wait, something. Oh, hello. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Uh, were you able to okay. hear all that? Uh, yeah, I was able to hear everything. I guess. Um, oh my, no, my phone went blank, and I guess that means the the mic kind of turns off mm. when the screen is blank. So, all right, learn something new. No, but it's, um, dude, that sounds really cool. It sounds like, uh. 
you realize that you're the only one in the world that has your perspective mm -hmm. and that you have this gift to share that perspective with the rest of the world. It's like, you're just, you're just doing it. Yeah. You, it's kind of like, it's become your purpose in life. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That and, is and so it's, it feels good so because it's not like, um, one of those fake purposes that when it's done, I'm going to feel horrible. Like, it's not that it's thing that's making me like, yeah, I played Moai in my head, right? But I also have like two other games that I've, I've been playing in my head. So after Moai comes out, the next thing I already have it slowly like cooking in my head. So this thing is cooking and I, I'm working on it physically. But these other two things and three things and five and ten things are, you know, slowly brewing up there. And then when I start working on those things, that's going to be the new purpose. And because the purpose is creating what nobody in the world is able to create it's because it's my perspective like you said said it like the way you uh, you summarized it is is beautiful it's my perspective right and your perspective is the uh you have this podcast because you have your own perspective and nobody can make this podcast but you and that's the same with a lot of people but they don't realize that their perspective is unique and valuable and it makes It allows them and the world to grow in different ways that to not do it, to stop and, and, and say, no, I'm not going to do it for whatever reason. It's just horrible. You need to do it because it's you and you're in this world to share your perspective. Yeah, man. You know, and um, like I actually started the podcast too, not only to share my perspective, but also to share others' perspectives too. Yeah. Because But, yeah. it's one thing to realize that you know, you do have your own perspective, but mm. like, I also want to let people know that it's not really a selfish thing. Everybody's mm -hmm. perspective is just as important as yours is. Yeah. And, uh, and the way that you're inspiring people to do, to share their story, I wanted to help people share their story. Like people yeah. who feel like no one, is, who feel like they have uh no way of doing it i guess whether i don't know if i want to make it i don't know if this is dark <laughs> but the ones who feel like no one is listening to them yeah or the ones that have something that they need to share but for some reason they just can't get it out i wanted mm -hmm. to be able to assist people in doing that yeah and you are yeah. and you are I, i'm i'm a pro uh, like i'm proof of that i'm able to talk to you about this <laughs> game and and you know give it um get people to see about it hear about it so that when it comes out they're gonna know that it's there and it's it's great It's exposure. It's things that um, I might have not gotten, you know, because you didn't, you, you wouldn't, if you were being selfish and said, oh, I'm going to make a podcast just for myself, then, you know, it wouldn't happen. And I've heard some other of your podcasts and people are, you know, I've never heard of these people till now. So it's, it's really good. It's a really, you're making a platform for people to know them, to know other people that might have just been um, hiding You know, the world is so big, we, and not every story is being told. So, yeah, making this place so people can tell their own stories is, is wonderful. It's just so good. <laughs> But, my God, I can't. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I really can't wait to see yours. I, I, I didn't, I really didn't know that you had a podcast either, man. Like, I'm yeah. totally walking into this totally blind. Um, I'm happy that, that yeah. you're going to check it out. Thank you. Yeah, this experience yeah, has been really good. Thank you. My, um, really my podcast is actually in Spanish and in English. 
um, you're going to notice it from the way the titles are named. If, if you can't understand them or yeah, I don't know if you speak Spanish, but if you can and then you're going to understand them and you're going to know they're in Spanish. And if the title is in Spanish, then it's a Spanish podcast. Is it, if it's in English, it's an English podcast. And I think you're going to enjoy them. Yeah, because I live in a little island, like not not unlike Easter Island, but I live in Puerto Rico. It's a uh, uh, United States owned, but we speak Spanish and um, we speak Spanish and English. Right. So I, I know half my friends spe all speak English and half of them don't know any English. So I just want to be there for them and have this um, be, you know, make this podcast are for affirmations and for calming yourself and relaxing yourself. I don't think there should be a language barrier between um, your your best, uh, happy, chill self and your darkness. You know, there should not language should not be a part of that. So I, I make them both in English and in Spanish for that reason. I just want I just want people to be happy. So I'm no, dude, that's, that's really smart. You can you can spread your word to more people who might not who may yeah. not have gotten it before. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other languages. I don't really know too much Spanish. Um, mm. Hey, do you say Kalos Kai? <laughs> it's very funny that that's the thing you know. That means what's up. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's <Nah>. very funny. <laughs> I'm originally from uh, um, from New York, from Buffalo, New York, and there I met a few, um, and I'm very good friends with any, a few Puerto Rican. Yeah, awesome awesome yeah it's really cool but <laughs> dude i haven't had um but i've moved over to california and so mm -hmm. it's actually kind of hard to find uh man what are they called um pasalios i like we had we <laughs> yeah, had a yeah. lot of those man we had a, they're good right right they, um she's ones are great <laughs> <laughs> they are amazing um i I even learned how to make a make it make my own man. Yeah, I make them at my house too. <laughs> That's so funny. It's they're great. They're great snacks. Um, for people that don't know, they're like flour. I, I yeah. think it's called flour, right? Um, yeah. and just uh, they, it can be cheese. Um, it can be meat. It can be pizza. There's pizza ones, and you just um, you basically make like a, a sort of a burrito kind of thing, but it's not like rolled. It's like um, flattened you, uh, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. just fry the heck out of them. <laughs> yeah, man, they're absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> I used to put queso e. Uh, what is the fruit paste called? I forget what it's called. Uh, guayaba. Yeah, yeah, guayaba in mine. Yeah, that is a delicacy here. That's like something we eat for sure. That's like part of our of our culture. It's great that you know that. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really popular on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, not so much, man. Um, so, okay, so you're like, now that you're like in California, less people know about it, right? You're like teaching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have to. I can't even buy. So we can buy the, the discs. Ah. We used to be able to buy the discs in Buffalo and um, in New York. But here, they don't even sell them. I've been to a few <laughs> stores that look for them. So I have to make it completely from scratch. Yeah, yeah, crazy dude. That's awesome. But it's it's great that you're bringing bringing that culture to California where they where where they don't have it. That's great. That is really cool <laughs> to to know that our you know our little island and the things we do here 
have that reach and that impact in other places, it's like, it's great. It is great. It shows you that um, no matter how alone you think you are or how unimportant you think what, you, what you're doing or what your life is, you know, it can still impact other people. You know, that's great. It's awesome. It really did, man. Possibly as they saved my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised, dude. That on a hungry, uh, hungry afternoon will yes. literally <laughs> save your life. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Pastelillo. Man, I didn't even, I didn't, that's really cool, man. So, wow. And you're doing a lot. Holy crap. Yeah. You're doing a lot. <laughs> I, I think like we a, can like talk about more stuff in the future. I'd be happy to come back for sure. Is that dude, been a yeah, great conversation? Anytime, anytime. Um, I, I like this a lot. I like talking to you, man. I'm really glad I heard about your game. Um, I'm going to check out your development logs. Yeah, what is sure. the name of your YouTube channel? Um, I, I'm actually not sure how to look for it, um, the channel itself, but if you just search Moai Devlog, the First, you're gonna start seeing them because like no one is making a game about Moai, like for sure. So I'm the only one there. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm gonna check it out and yeah. I'll post a link to your YouTube page in awesome. the description. Yeah, and then so um, much, I'll also post a link to your to your podcast. Yeah, uh, is your podcast um, on? It's on Anchor, right? Yeah, it's and on Anchor. I think I followed you, so you're going to be able to, like, see it. Okay. I was, I was going to ask, is it posted anywhere else? Um, wherever Anchor is posting them. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I think, and Google, Google Podcasts, too. So, like, most, on, on most places that you can find podcasts, you're going to find it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, you can and type Five Minutes of Self-Love, or you can type Maps Arts Podcast. All right. Awesome. And then, uh, oh, and also, where are your where are your books available? Okay, yeah, my books you can find them on mapsarts.storemb.com. I'm gonna send you all those links if you want. I can send them to you. Um, but yeah, my store online you can find them, and I have a digital version that's gonna be coming out. Um, I think in maybe one day or two days. It's a coloring book that you can print out and you can color. And um, you can there's a, a there's two pages in the back that you can color and print out and tape together and you have a little poster that you made yourself and it's called the map uh, the Mister Maps coloring book and I that's like hot of the press I'm I'm working on the print version now but the digital downloads you can get them you have there's a ten page free one that you can get and then there's a I think ninety nine cents or one dollar and ninety nine cents twenty page one that you can get. But yeah, okay. and then there's the sketchbook that's a straight up sketchbook you can pre-order. And then the other stuff is, uh, you know, being developed. <laughs> of course, I'm sure you have about 10 or 15 other things you want to <laughs> put out there. <laughs> um, I guess you can just follow me on Twitter at Antonio Mavs, M-A-B-S, to just be up to date on all the crazy things I'm doing. Because there's, like you said, there's a lot of them. So, and just follow me on Twitter. And you're going to get all the links, all the updates, all the pictures, all the videos, all the everything. Yeah, I guess you can do all that on Twitter now. Are you on yeah. Instagram? I'm also on Instagram. Same, same thing, Antonio Maps. All right, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, 
Uh, do you have anything else you want to push? Nah, that, that's all for today. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, Antonio. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been awesome having you. Please come back. I want to hear more about your game, and I want to, you know, we'll come back and check on the development, how far you're going. Maybe yeah. when you get, Maybe when you get 10 minutes of your game done. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. For All sure. Right. You know, whatever. Um, see, I guess uh, for me, just um, check out my merch store. I have a merch store now. It's an Etsy store. It's called... Uh, I mean, going. You can check it out too, Antonio. But this is more yeah, for, for the sure. <laughs> this is more for the audience. I'm not trying to push my stuff directly on you like that. <laughs> um, the merch store is on Etsy. It's called the ESU Merch Store. ESU Merch Store, all one word, on Etsy. Uh, there you can find T-shirts, mugs, tumblers. Uh, we have dog tags, and uh, I think that's it for now. More coming soon. Um, and actually, I'm going to go on ahead and put this up uh, later on today, Antonio. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank you for everybody. having me. Have a good Thank day. You. Thank you for listening, guys and girls. Thank you. All right, everybody. Peace out. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know real quick that Everybody Screwed Up has a merch store now. You know, it's a Etsy shop. So, you can find it a couple of ways. You can find it by going to etsy.com backslash shop backslash ESU merch store. That's E-S-U-M-E-R-C-H-S-T-O-R-E. Or you can go to etsy.com and type ESU merch store in the search bar. And go on ahead, type that in there, press enter. The shop should come right up. All right. So what are we selling? We got t-shirts. We got stickers. We got dog tags. We got coffee mugs. I'm pretty sure you'll find something you like. There's more merchandise coming soon. So go on ahead and please show your love for everybody screwed up by getting a piece of merchandise. The teachers come in different colors and they come in different sizes. I'm sure we'll have something that fits you. But thank you. And always remember, if everybody screwed up, nobody is.